0: welcome to Talison talk this is joseph Rigazio here one of the owners of Talison construction and here today we have a uh, one of our employees uh new to the leadership team mike figliolia uh, taking on the responsibility of a new role uh director of construction uh Taliesin, we're 12 15 years in the making uh what's unique with us is the bid buy build our pm's due estimate do procure and do build the jobs through business units worked very well for our first phase as we grow to the next phase of multiple business units about two years ago we introduced the role of director of pre-construction Michael parent driving those uh, initiatives and it's been very successful and now we're scaling things in the field with the new role of director of construction that role was awarded to Mike Figliolia. Mike, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Joe.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself, your history with the company and even uh before that as well, sir.
1: So, I uh I've been with the company for going on 10 years now. Uh June uh, will be my 10-year anniversary. Uh started out as a assistant super. Uh did my first interior project, probably about 18,000 square feet. Uh, probably short time after that, three to four months after that, I became a super. Uh, worked on some interior projects down at Google, uh, elevator job, staircase job. Uh, did corporate interior work for, uh, Northwell Health out in Long Island. And then we started getting into the, uh, the healthcare side. Some private work for, uh, Taconic over at Hudson, um, Hudson Research. And then now I've been at NYU for about two, two and a half years. And now here I am now as a, a director of construction. Uh, before that, before Taliesin, uh started in the carpentry, uh, worked with a family business, uh, started as an assistant super with that company after that. And here I am today
0: real cool nice history i know you since you've been with us for a good decade and when yep. i look at you uh, mike i see really 20 years of experience just because growing up in the uh in the world where uh, uncles aunts mm-hmm. uh, brothers sisters uh yep. you know knowing how to hang sheetrock in uh in junior high and high school yep. kind of really even some plumbing resume. work yep, yep. working um, with my hands and that's really exciting because you saw the first phase growth of, of mm-hmm. Um, And I remember Bob and I, when we made the decision and we started looking externally first in the summer, which being transparent for the next role. And then, you know, we started turning around and said, wait a second, the path and the learning curve that you've shown us, let's continue that pace because you understand what ownership wants from a cultural standpoint. Uh, I know it's only been a couple of months so far in the new role. As you unwind some of the projects that you're still managing, to jumping into that new role, um, talk about some of your thoughts. Um, you know, what does the new role mean to you? What's some of your focus? Uh, you know, it's only been a couple of months so far, so let's let's wrap.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's still fresh. Uh, definitely want to build a Talisman brand and support the processes that we have in intact currently. Uh, I thought we definitely needed a a need for pre-planning and and pre-purchasing after award of the project, Uh, especially with the review of projects, uh, coming up with logistics and logistical plans, Uh, reviewing our critical path uh, was definitely a big thing that I noticed when I was a super. Uh, Some things that just got lost in translation uh, during that process of handing the project off to the superintendent. Uh, so now I stay focused on that critical path review, and making sure that we're hitting all those uh, target dates. Uh, compliance review with subcontractors, and as well as talisman, a, a big factor of things that I've seen recently. We've been doing a lot of healthcare work, and safety is a big part of what we're doing before we even step foot on the project. Uh, getting ready with our PICRA, which is our pre-construction risk assessment. And also our ICRA, uh, what are we doing to protect the tenants around us, not only the people working on the job sites. Uh, besides, and obviously that goes into reviewing our risk as it relates to safety and exposure.
0: So most of our clients uh, through the pandemic have been healthcare Predominantly. And um, private schools, charter schools, universities, uh, that that activity is starting to pick up because it went very quiet through COVID. Many changes there. Uh, Between the healthcare world and the school world, occupied space, safety, health, do you see similarities, differences? What are some of the things we need to do better at, or the industry as a whole needs to really understand? We're definitely treating both
1: hospital healthcare and schools as the same as a whole. Uh, we, we saw the benefits of how the hospital, the hospital world, uh, how they treat safety, and we want to bring that type of atmosphere into all of our markets that we cover, whether it's it's corporate interiors or Private uh, charter schools uh going forward, I think it's very beneficial uh from an insurance standpoint and also the the safety and the safety for our guys on the job site, making sure they
0: get home to their families you know and you and you said something on the insurance side as one of the owners uh, i I smile a bit as I've seen you through your career and now as we educate you on the ramifications of you know um, mitigating risk making sure the contract's in place correctly through pre-procurement um uh, making sure we drive through safety protocols because insurance in the world of the new york uh, marketplace and construction is you know top two second if not third largest cost to a project and that variance can change and that's all in the field so uh, thank you for that absolutely um Also, uh, in the world that we live in today, as we come out of COVID, um, uh, material lead times going crazy. You know, we talk about speed a lot. We talk about um, starting on time, if not having an eye on an earlier start or substantial, complete, or pulling that in um what are the challenges to that what are you seeing out there what can we do differently to be able to offer that to our clients yeah you said it perfectly
1: uh pre-purchasing like i said earlier uh that's probably the biggest challenge that we have right now as long as we're jumping on top of that uh we've seen it during the last three years now with covid uh the raw materials are a problem uh sourcing out mechanical uh control boards all those items are becoming a headache to every single contractor. So if we could jump out in front of it right after award, it's only gonna make
0: our construction that much easier and faster. That's right, and and, and you said upon our award. Again, at you know, with our business units where we have a business unit director and a project manager reporting into that leader, uh, they're responsible from concept to close out. The first phase, uh, you don't see that as much uh, where Michael, who does um, director of pre-construction through the bidding process. But as soon as schedules are talked and award happens, there's the overlap between the director of pre-construction and yourself in your role in the procurement area. Um, What are some of the challenges you see there loading the job? Who's the super? you know, we have a PM that's going to know that project inside out, but we don't assign a super until they award us the job. Talk about that and how can we get better at that?
1: Of course, that's always going to be a challenge as well. Uh We try keeping our superintendents busy at all times. Uh, no one likes to sit home. So we always want to keep them on a project at any given time. So not knowing what superintendent's going to be on that next award Yes, it's always a a, uh, constant challenge, and I'm sure it always will be, Uh, but we know how to juggle and get to that point. Uh, We know who the right players are on our team that could build the right product for that client. Uh, It's very good that me and Michael uh, have that relationship, and we build off of each other. We work off of each other uh, with what's needed on that project. What kind of work are we doing? What's the
0: exposure on that project? I know on my end as one of the owners and as well, the other owner, Bob, as owner operators um, to see both yourself, Mike and Michael uh, and even Stephanie from the standpoint of client advocate um, uh, as part of the leadership team to help the business unit team. That added resource is what we believe is going to allow us to get to the second phase of growth in the organization yeah.
1: Since since i since i we, since i started in this new role i would say having those pre-construction kickoff meetings and good, we're bringing yeah. everything to the table you know where are we at with permits where are we at with subcontractors getting their insurances into mm-hmm. us and to the building or to the client uh contracts with the client and also with our subcontractors and obviously procurement of any long lead time Getting items get submittals through the process get them out get them out the door right away if we have a long time before we start let's jump on
0: it early right no very good so then from just a specific goals and again I know as we've started up this uh new initiative we have a detail in the in the job description and we worked with the leadership team collaboratively on the job description and We're in the beginning of the year and the leadership team is now coming together to say, what are our goals this year? How do we measure them? Um, What's realistic? And the team in the next week or 2 we'll be setting that with you as a new role in the leadership team. What are some of the goals you would like to see the organization just look at from the standpoint of where you're in that critical path?
1: Well, Speed, obviously speed is always number one uh, and that's probably going to be a goal every single year uh, while I'm with and in in this new role of director of construction, uh, speed on our projects from inception to delivery. Can we start earlier? Can we finish earlier? Uh, How can we improve it? Uh, That's what I saw as a big big goal with the uh, pre-construction kickoff meetings that we have internally. Uh, plan B planning, um, yeah, plan B planning. So right. meaning, all right, we're running to a problem, what's our other solution to get out of that problem? Because there's always going to be problems on projects, there's no two ways about it. Uh, safety mitigation, uh, obviously we're doing a lot of healthcare work, I would say we're probably in that 80 to 90% range of healthcare, uh, so safety is our main priority. Uh, making sure that we're safe, our client's safe and also if there's any patients around that area are safe. Yeah, yeah especially in the in
0: the occupied areas in the yeah. world that, uh, that we live in these days. Um, you know, looking into the future again, the company today, <clears throat> largest project at about 30 million. We did a beautiful life science project we just finished up, oh, about a year and a half project. Um, you know, a lot of repeat work, one to five million for our healthcare and school brands. Um, we're looking to increase a good twenty to thirty percent, adding a new business unit in the world of coming out of COVID. You know, what do you think the outlook is? Um, <clears throat> what are some of the things you hear in the field of what's changing? It's definitely a bright future
1: ahead of us. Uh, all that work that did not happen during the COVID years mm. is starting to break open right now. And I think you're also starting to see a lot of corporate interiors come back into play, which is nice. Uh,
0: it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, I forgot how to
1: build those uh, those, interi- <laughs> those Easy interiors. Uh, the bit, restack. Give me something yeah, simple. Exactly. I can
0: pull the I've the template out.
1: I've been I've been yeah. saying that for many times. I said, you know, these healthcare jobs they're they're very fun. It makes it makes the day go by fast because you're you're busy yes, all day long. Yes.
0: Yes. You know, and and what I what we've learned over the the what seven eight years in the healthcare world is or even the laboratory, right? Mm-hmm. The equipment. Yes. Ooh, yeah. That's going to drive. Yeah. You know what you do in a restack in an office, what's the equipment? Their laptop. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> right? You only worried about How many people do you have in that square footage so I know what kind of HVAC and that's, that's it. about it.
1: You're worried about controls and you're worried about hvac equipment <clears throat> maybe even lighting if you want to say that when it comes to the healthcare uh industry so give me ride. give
0: me an example of some of this stuff because you personally went through some of the life science type builds in the healthcare that pieces of equipment that were like oh boy and what drives a difference the, than doing a restack
1: the casework alone right now casework has such a crazy lead time yeah uh epoxy versus resin uh the epoxy lead times are somewhere around 12 to 16 weeks sometimes depending on how much you need uh i think the the main distributor of, of epoxy is down in texas at least it's locally made but it still takes time a lot there's a lot of healthcare work happening in the country
0: and you can't get those scientists working unless those exactly. benches are there exactly it's wild for that to be a yeah. a critical path on a substantial complete exactly. date that used to be the ffne of uh mm-hmm. of an interior restack of course and um, obviously
1: as we we keep on stating hvac and uh the control boards that are inside of some of these uh, pieces of equipment uh, the bms industry is a big part of healthcare. you have to make sure you, whether it's a positive room negative room we got to make sure it's getting
0: controlled the, the uh, correct way so now that's the that's the wild one as well you know over the last year or two bob and i as owners also help in the world of we need to expedite get on the get on the phone start helping out the team and when you start digging deep uh especially when you're looking upstream and you come to find out that there's a 39 cent semiconductor that they can't get that's keeping up a half a million dollar delivery yeah that's where it really gets frustrating Mm -hmm. for us for all the things we do right and that's that's the world the other thing is that i've seen is people staging common equipment to get lead time advantage before projects are even all the stuff that's going on right now it's going to take a little bit on the other end when we look at the outlook you know is it going to be a year from now we're going to be all over infandored and they're going to be moving product at cents on the dollar yeah you know how good are these manufacturers at keeping their supply chain Tight, you know, not looking good today, right? And then all of a sudden, we're going to have too many 39 cent yeah. parts. And I think we've been
1: seeing this for the last two
0: years. We're I know, and that's scary. Around. Yeah. Right? We've seen, or maybe next year it'll turn around. Exactly. But we're seeing the same thing over no, and over again. Exactly. No, it's, it's, listen, if it was that easy, there would be so many more people out there doing it and surviving. Yep. Um, it's, it's encouraging that, you know, as we've been navigating through waters that are unprecedented. <clears throat> we're still able to keep an eye on you know delighting that that client um you know the other things that i've always noticed with you as well in your career mike is you know your project agility you know you're you you understand what the client's trying to to accomplish you understand the tradesmen you're in between they're helping problem solve <clears throat> and you're being flexible to really what's the goal Right, what is that client trying to do? And being agile is, I think, you know, project agility, not just being innovative, but you know, as we collaborate with P- pursuing pursuing perfection, yes, constant, yeah. Our
1: Absolutely. our client is our number one uh, priority. Yep, uh, what they need is we make sure
0: that's our need as well. Exactly, and uh, and that makes it fun. You know, the other thing that I try to say to folks around there is, you know, while our focus has been with healthcare and schools, you know, corporate interiors and infrastructure type of work we've been doing, you know, since the beginning. Um, But it's nice to be able to build those sites and collaborate with the people that make us healthy. Yes. And it's nice to work with those uh, folks that are creating institutions for people to get educated. You know, while we're you know fighting the fight in the New York metropolitan mm-hmm. construction industry
1: learning what they're what the end user is going to be using that laboratory for is the, one of the most satisfaction sat, yes. satisfactions uh, that you could ever yes. have uh, a couple of my our clients that I've worked with was uh, New York Stem Cell yeah they were they were trying to create uh prosthetic eyeballs yep like that that's amazing another another NYU client uh another client NYU uh there that scientist was working on a, a cure to a certain type of cancer like it it hits it hits home with it you hits on home
0: on you. so many different levels exactly and and that's what actually really you know allows you not just to run after the paycheck and get exactly. accolades yeah. leader but yeah. you're looking outside and you're seeing that environment so I could see that I'm getting the hook um uh, uh as far as on our talk today uh, Mike uh congratulations again for Thank the you. promotion uh, excited here at Talison, and we're going to be calling you back pretty soon to talk a little more on how that first phase experience in this new role will be, Mike. Thanks Absolutely.
1: A lot. Absolutely. Thank you.